Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Hutch. You are listening to Medusa's Cascade Collateral Damage, episode 24. If you're joining us for the first time, welcome. If you've been here for a while, I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, for the most part, I hope you've been enjoying the, the nonsense of us going through this trial by fire, but everything here is homebrew, and we're just kind of taking things as we go. It's an experience that we wanted to capture and, you know, share. You know, sometimes it's hard to have conversations with your DM, especially uh, those involving very sensitive topics like race or sexuality or anything like that. Because, you know, I mean, for the most part, you know, you're trying to keep things as light as possible due to the fact that it's a game. Uh, However, some conversations are needed and I feel personally blessed to been able to have those conversations uh, with Tommy trying to figure out uh, exactly how we handle certain things so for example uh, I chose to make my character Shanks uh, half wild elf which uh, is not a normal circumstance in D&D but being a mixed race New Orleans Creole uh, I thought it fitting to play around with, since we were going to homebrew it, play around with some uh, mechanics for how we could actually uh, intermix and mingle sub-races. He brought it to my attention that it had a little bit of a struggle at first as, as far as being received uh, by uh, people of color and, and minorities because uh, they were referred to as dark-skinned kind of non-arcana illiterate people what we discuss with Shanks uh, and how we would flow through the story is not to change the story or eliminate the words because they're words you know Um, this is how the story was generated and, and there's no reason for that to change however I could use uh the way I felt in the character's response Because if I can allow him to feel things in a way uh, it brings in honesty to the situation uh, without having to alter the reality of things. The reality of things is that racism does exist. The reality of things is that these words may have connotations that some people don't think about while others use them to intentionally hurt this uh this part of the story became very interesting to me being a mixed person and hearing the word mongrel used in a fantasy context uh i have to say it was a little bit triggering it it if i'm honest it, it actually did make me wince a little bit when i first heard tommy say it i i think it's an absolute blessing to have uh a DM that you can talk to about hard and challenging issues. So, you know, it's it's amazing that we got to have uh, some conversations about it. So the term used in the story was in reference to mongrel folk, which if you look it up in uh, D&D standing, they are a uh, sub-race of basically a construct of mixed uh, pieces and parts to create... Um, a monster uh, of sorts 
To those of you who aren't really familiar with the term, it usually refers to dog breeds. It is uh, a term used for a mixture of dog breeds that usually becomes unrecognizable. It's usually synonymous with the term mutt, um, which most people are probably more familiar with. But mongrel is, is another term just as a dog description, but it's used as a derogatory term sometimes to people of mixed heritage. I'm from the school of, you know, it's not about what you are called, it's about what you answer to. So at the end of the day, intellectually, I, I know words are words, but, you know, given the circumstances of the situation that we've been in racially, especially here in America, um, I think it's a moment of reflection in a lot of ways. I have so much gratitude for the people that I've gotten to share these moments with, and uh, I really appreciate uh, my good friend in DM uh, who has taken us through all of the paces and had an incredible amount of patience with us asking him the same questions every other week and trying to get our combat numbers straight and figuring out things piece by piece so uh thank you tommy uh i know i've said it a bunch of times to you in person but i'll do it on here as well so i thought the way we did it uh worked best for us and we made that decision together as dm and player and i i hope you know if if any of you are are in games and uh something triggers a sensitivity within you that you treat it as an opportunity uh, both to address it with your DM as well as to process it for yourself. A lot of times through fantasy and through games, work through challenges or issues that could be holding us back and keeping us from being uh, our best selves. So I hope you enjoy how uh, we continued on with this, and here is Shanks to give you the recap. Yo, it's your boy Shanks, and man, I'm tired as hell. After that crazy-ass carriage ride, we finally showed up. Burgermeister, that place was happy, and I was ready to get to work, trying to figure out how to take our stride. My boy Zach, though, he wanted to have a long-ass conversation with this dude, so... I hung in there as long as I could and eventually had to cold switch my ass trying to ask very politely for where my lodging was so I could get to work. When we finally got inside, we were at least able to set up shop. Me and Atros got to planning. Yo, let me be real with y'all for a second. I was ready to blow shit up. I started asking him about explosives. When I tell you this dude is brilliant, I don't know a lot of Kenkus, but man, this dude is on another level with his mind. I was very impressed with some of the ideas he came up with. I execs if we knew anything about Stride from the book that we found at the place where we were melting the gold. Side note, that was fun, by the way. You know, as everybody started heading off to bed, I noticed that we, Aqua and Kyber, had made their way outside. When they came back from whatever they was doing, they wasn't acting right. In the morning, I hear Tiny clanking and clocking as he comes down them stairs, man. This dude's stealth is non-existent. I asked him if he wants some company, and his uh, plan was to go see the pool of the morning lord. As I mentioned before, I'm not really the religious type, but I'm a little curious. While there, I observed Tiny in prayer, and 
There was really something beautiful about it. His commitment and faith kind of reminded me when I was a kid and how I used to pray with my dad to our patron ancestor. After having a conversation with him about it, he gave me some pretty good insights to how to look at all this stuff. You know, even after 369 years, you can still learn a few things. So after the team gathers together, we all decide to head over to go see the abbot. Now, this is a dude that the burgomeister last night in the conversation warned us was a little off and hadn't aged in a, the hundred years that he had been in Barovia. Maybe just moisturizes. When we get there, we're greeted by two actual mongrel folk. Now, I've been called mongrel folk just for being half wild elf, and man, this is the actual thing. Seeing them in real life was weird. I didn't know how to feel. Looks like they would piece together through a whole bunch of crazy processes. When the team contemplates going in and how they're going to do it, we actually come across this really crazy one that's tied to a chain. She starts screaming and trying to fly away from We Aqua and Atros, and it just it started creeping us all out. The stained glass windows look interesting to me, so I decided to take a closer look. Atros sent his owl to land on my shoulder. I didn't mind so much because I knew it wasn't going to take a shit, but... At the end of the day, who knows? Inside, I could see all types of crazy doings. As we looked into the different windows, the creep factor just went through the roof. There's all kind of weird rituals going on and stuff I couldn't make heads or tails of. It's not my thing. All I know is that something was definitely not right about this place. We make our way inside and meet this girl-like zombie doll. I don't, I don't know what she was. But she had seams, as if she had been sewn together like somebody's demented art project. I don't know what this abbot does, but there's nothing about this that makes me trust him. So when this dude comes down the stairs, Weakwa throws some water on him, and he just laughs it right off. Seeing him in person, dude definitely moisturizes. Probably uses some cocoa butter or some shit. And we're about to find out what he's all about. Let's get it. Destiny calls to fight the storm that is raging on, that is raging on. Have to enter the cold. You have to give it your own. Your helmet strapped in waist, your shield in front of your face. Grip in your holy maze, grip in your holy maze. Now it's time to leave this place Now it's time to leave this place Travel to the land long before God To climb and try and hide To survive that reek and ride Beware the curse of Shroud Beware the curse of Shroud and as you guys are looking around um, from the downstairs um, 
stairs, you see a beautiful looking man. Um, a handsome young man in a brown monk's robe uh, begins to walk up the stairs. Uh, there's a painted wooden holy symbol that depicts the sun uh, that hangs from a chain around his neck, and he moves with the grace of a saint. Uh, I do the control water thing with the same water, and I, I like I pick it up over his over his head as if it's come dripping down on him. Does that have any reaction? He goes, oh. "Why would you do that? I thought you wanted to speak with me. I'm the abbot. Uh, oh, I see you've met Vasilka. You don't know that I did that. <laughs> oh, you're the only blue one here. Oh no, there are two of you. Oh no. Oh no." I feel I feel terrible for having said that. Well, well you were right. It was me. That's perfectly acceptable. You know, let me know beforehand. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, I'm the abbot. What can I do for you? Well, I was told that you were wanted to speak with me. That we do. Pleasure to meet you. Um, we were told by the Burgermeister that you might know some information about the lands of Barovia as they themselves of uh, the town of Kresik have not uh, traveled outside of Kresik. So we wanted to know um, if you, being a person of uh, greater knowledge, might be able to guide us in that. Well, I'm sure that it's changed since the last century that I've been here. Uh, I've mainly stayed here in the Abbot. Um, I do know of uh, Valaki, uh, a town not too far from here. And, of course, you have uh, Castle Ravenloft, uh, the domicile of Strahd. Uh, by chance, um, you've been here for a hundred years, maybe ask. Uh, yeah, there is made mention that you haven't aged a day. Oh, uh, they're, they're just being kind. Uh, are they? Of, of course they are. How old are you? Uh, to be honest, I've lost count. What are you? I, 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 I point at Galahad and uh, a tiny, and I say, he's over 50. Yes. Yes, I am. You're very smart. No, no, no. I, 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 I oh, he's point, point, point. pointed to Matt. Tiny, saying he's over 50. You look younger than him. Oh. Can I inside check? Inside check what? Uh, he said uh, he lost track and he doesn't know how old he is. Sure. Like, but all the Anything that he said out of his mouth so far. I just want to get a beat on if he's just being upfront, or if he's like carefully wording, as I do the same thing. Uh, uh, nineteen. Um, he has indeed lost count, but um, you get the sense that he's being humble and I put that in like big quotation marks about them being nice about how old, how he hasn't aged a day. That's for sure exactly what's happened, but he's sort of pushing that off to the side. Gotcha. 
Um, might we ask where you uh, hail from? We are ourselves not of this land. Oh, I'm from there too. Not of this land. Not of this uh, land? Uh, good, good well, I one. mean, does everyone want to give their life stories to me if we're going I to... I start giving him my life story. No, no. Just just curious as to, you know, how so, you ended up in a place like this. But no need for that if you did not want to go into great detail. I am a man of the gods, specifically the Morning Lord. And I was told that I needed to come here. This, I mean, that is why I'm here. That is why Vasilka, my darling right here, that's why she has come into being. We're here to save Barovia. Did and you help. just say come into being? What do you mean by that? Oh, I've made her. You couldn't, I mean, I'm sure you've noticed. She hasn't spoken to you. I, I made her that way. Yeah, about that. Um, do you fancy yourself a uh, creator of life, then? Well, not a god, if that's what you're trying to say. But I do have magic, and I, I have created... I see. Um... Well, I've created Strahd's new bride. You created Strahd's Ooh. new bride? But yes, that's what I made her for. Why? As soon as he have, says have I, that. Have I missed something? Was a, what's, what's happening? Strahd I, has a bride. Or yeah. he, he is betrothed, apparently. Does any part you're, of her look like you're I... You're lying. No, not at all. No, okay, no. thank God. You're, you're absolutely lying to me. Wish I was. Where's your? Oh, do we still have? Do we still have the invitation? Uh, Atros has it. I thought I had it because I. Oh, whoever fucking had it. Yeah, one of you guys has it. <laughs> All right. Uh, I, I literally point to I, I point to Shanks. <laughs> Somebody has it. You point to the to the group. <laughs> yeah, we have the invitation. Just. Invitation. Uh, sure, I, I give him the invitation. He like snatches it out of your hand. He starts reading it. Arrogant son of. What what was your plan in uh, in all this to save Ferovia? Well, give first. him, give him a give him a bride, and he would be be done with this land. It's quite simple. That's what he desires. That's what he what he needs. Well, he did are, are you, to your are, plan. You, are, you cer are you certain of that? Well, if this is true, obviously he needed a bride. It's a little bit more complicated than that. Again, thank you, Sir Obvious. Uh, what? Oh, this is... Oh, no, his name is Zex. <laughs> thank you. I placed my hand on Weakwa's shoulder and just squeezed it. He's looking for a successor. I'm pretty sure he's looking for a, a heir to the throne if you uh, catch the drift. Quite difficult to have an heir to the throne when you're immortal. You know, wouldn't put it past him to try it anyways. 
maybe he wasn't buying what you're selling. Tommy, while this discussion is going on, can I inside check him for whether he is a friend or a foe? Um, sure. I I kind of just relate, like uh, I say, um, I, maybe not all people want to be immortal forever. I'm pretty sure if he didn't want to live forever would not have made the deal that he made and we would not be in the current predicament we are in <sighs> you're smart that's a 19 yep oh no I heard you uh, you just see me like give a laugh of just like you have no idea what you're talking about okay I think I know a bit more than you do Tell me, then, um, you ever heard of Strahd's, uh, let's call it diary? Yes. Have you read it? Well, does it, uh, I'm assuming that you have found it. Uh, I've heard of it, doesn't mean that I've read his personal diary, but I mean... I would assume it has something to do with finding what was her name his original love I whisper Irene no no that's that's the woman in Barovia uh, Tatiana uh, give me one second um, while he's looking for that uh he does not seem to be a foe. He, he's sort of in the middle. Figures. Uh, seems like he's sort of out for himself, but he genuinely thinks that creating the... He genuinely thought that, that creating that flesh golem to be hit Strahd's Bride would help the situation and would potentially end his reign doesn't appear that he has thought out his whole thing, but... I'm picking up on that. Does... Did I sense any, anything about whether he cares about this land? Even if he's out for himself, does he have a air for... Yeah, I think it's Tatiana. He has. Seems that he genuinely just wants to do good. He he is trying to help, whether gotcha. it be the right way or not, is totally a different story. <clears throat> Did any of us ask so, him how how he got to live so old or no? I, yeah, he was tried to. about it. He was very Sorry, yeah. after what? that inside oh. check. Um, I turn to him and ask, are you making blood bags for Strahd? Blood bags for Strahd? Well, how, how do you mean? Things for him to feed off of. Well, he's got the whole valley to feed off of. Why would I need to make him anything? What are 
these creatures are they your creations? Oh, the mongrel folk, the Bellevues. Oof. Are they all your creation? Uh, unfortunately, yes. Uh, was sort of sort of the, the earlier versions of the experiments that led to Basilka. Uh, I thought that I could create the perfect bride by interbreeding different species. Uh, I was wrong. It was uh, a mistake that I made. And no uh, kidding. Do wait. Do you say that in character? Of course he fucking says it in character. This is Chong the Does this change the expression on the Abbey? Because, like, is she a sore point for him? He's not very happy about the... Gives you a look like... That's nice. You can look at me all you want, but you know you got some crazy motherfuckers outside. The woman walk around the table to the woman. Okay. And just be like uncomfortably close to her and see what she does. Uh, while while he's doing that, I look over to the Abbey and I ask him. You mentioned an agreement with Strahd. You've spoken to him? Yes, of course. But you didn't know he had a bride already. What was the betrayal there? Well, he had confided in me uh, that he, he did indeed wish nothing more than to escape this place. You're trapped in one place for several hundred years. It gets boring after a while. I want to use magical tinkering to convey to him. Um, have you seen Tatiana before? She's been described to me. I use magical tinkering to create an image of Irene. He's sort of taken aback. Well, isn't that just. No fucking shit. Are you serious? What do you mean am I serious? By the expression you just gave, does Tatiana look like Irene? Oh, it's more like Irina looks like Tatiana. Exactly. That's what I meant. That's what we are going to do. Um, while you guys are doing that, I'm, I, I want to like touch her face. Does she react? And does he react? Uh, he becomes very defensive. Uh, no, do not touch her. It's probably the only touch she's getting right now. Um, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to if be just- dis- If you speak one more word, I will. Don't push me. I said, I'm, I'm, I'm just Kyber, Kyber, Kyber. For once, dial go it take back. Go take a lap. For go once, dial it back. I walk over to Argy on a whisper. What are we here for? Um, I, uh, before, when he yells at me, I go, I didn't mean to be disrespectful. I was just looking. Well, why, why did you get so defensive when I went to touch her? 
from creation. She means very much to me. Apologies. He is the curious uh, sort. He's uh, new to a lot of things, so he's constantly in a state of learning. Would I have hurt her if I touched her? Hmm? Would I have hurt her if I touched her? No, but she's delicate. Please. I'm sorry. No, no, I put my hands down and I, I step away. I, I don't mean to anger you in any way. Thank you. You're welcome. Abbott, um, is it alright if we call you Abbott or do you have a, a name that we can call you? Abbott. The Abbott works. Okay. Did you ever think that there was a way to stop Strahd outside of fulfilling him his goal? Not on my own. Okay. What if you now had some assistance? How would you feel? I guess we're Argyle. Assistance. I interrupt. Who's older, you or Strahd? Oh, I think he is. Are these creatures here made from other living creatures? Or are they all your creation from scratch? Oh, no. They were, uh... It, it's the Bellevue family. We don't, we're not familiar. They were a family here in Kresik. And you created your... Uh... They wanted to be perfect, but their idea of perfect is fucked up. <clears throat> but... They wanted to, improvements made yes. uh, upon themselves. Indeed, it did not work out the way that they thought it would. Were you aware of that, that before you helped them? No. No, I was not. Um, I was so over. In fact, uh, a man by the name of Von Holtz came and had helped me make the Bellevues into these mongrel. And he later revealed himself to be strong. So it's kind of when I knew that wasn't going to be destroying Strahd so that figure the best way to try and get him is to maybe give him his bride and he'll go away or at the very least will be uninterested in the rest of this place perhaps I could help him persuade the dark powers to let him be but I mean I'm just a lowly abbot compared to him so what do you know of a place of dizzying heights where the stone itself is alive sounds like castle Ravenloft to me Sounds like a plan. A fallen house guarded by a great stone dragon. Ooh. Now, I have heard rumors about this place. Um, it is... Oh, where is it? It's got to be somewhere in the south, potentially. There... 
Argon Vosalt, I believe. Did Argon Vosalt? Some, something like that. Uh, I remember there being a thing called the Order of the Silver Dragon, but <laughs> this... I, I, I immediately look at, at Galahad. This is... Uh, I've never seen it, but it, that sounds something very similar. Okay. Um, when I was near her, is he near her? Yes, he is right behind her. Um, so as I walked away and I'm going back around, I want to like inspect him. Do you remember back when when uh, we looked at? I think it was Irene that she had two holes in her neck. Mm-hmm. I think it was her. I'm looking for the same thing. Okay, roll me a perception check. Uh, I'm not the one to be doing this. I'm exhausted. <laughs> I and bless I... myself. Um, never mind. Uh, and. Uh, well, I'm doing an investigation. Uh, Is that what you said? Perception. Oh, perception. Oh, perception's good. Alright. Okay, that's an 18. And watch this number be super great. I see nothing with the natural one. Hold it. Alright. I rolled an 18 and a 1. If anything, you strained your eye on the one, and, uh... What, um... Ridiculous. <laughs> what do you know about the Vistani who inhabit these lands? They make shit wine. Alright. Um, if we wanted to find them, would you know what means... They go everywhere. I would assume they probably have homesteads in Valaki and Barovia, or at least close to Barovia. Not quite sure, though. They haven't come around lately. It's been quite a while, actually. Hmm. Not people who uh, frequently visit a, a particular place? Oh, they do and they don't. I feel like they're able to pass out of Barovia and then come back in, but I'm not quite sure. I haven't tried to follow them, and I don't believe that I would be able to. Are you stuck here? Well, that's the whole deal, isn't it? You can come in, but you can't come up, can't go back out. Sure. Same. Well, you can't physically leave. If you have some other way of trying to get off that's somehow more powerful than the Dark Powers magic, then yeah, I guess theoretically you could go somewhere, but I mean, you, you can't walk out of the woods. You can't just walk into the mist and leave. The, the mist kills you. I've seen that it happen. That we're aware of. Well then, then, then you know as much as I do. Okay. Uh, you've actually been a great help. Uh... Would you like a tour of the facility? Or... Can you show me that well about there? You know what? Why not? Humor me. Would love to see that well up close. A well? Isn't that a well in the courtyard? You talking about this? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, I don't think you want to go to the well. Maybe not the best idea. 
Okay. Not a uh, water to drink. Uh, I like to get my drinking water from the spring. I see. Well, me in particular, the the mongrel folk can have what they like. I guess the Bellevues. Is the uh, spring water blessed in any way? By St. Markovia herself. Would you refer to it as a holy water, then? Oh, no. Magic isn't that strong. Take the door. Yeah. Let's go. Are do we gonna... you do want to take the door. I'm going to stare at Zex and just be like, are you fucking for real right now? Is that a yes? Who's the one in, in charge? That would be me. So is that a yes? Am I'm getting some mixed feelings Let, from let's, the group uh, here. Would you mind giving me and uh, my friends uh, a quick moment? Sure. He sort of walks back over and begins a, a conversation uh, with Vasilka. A one-sided conversation. <laughs> <laughs> You know that, but your play, your yeah, no, no, of course, of course, of course. That's 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 Antonio. That's Antonio talking. Yes, I figured. You might have the electronic version. I might respond back. You never know. Tell Larissa about Masoka. Oh yeah, made himself made himself a fucking real doll. Yeah, think like um, what's the word? Sally. Sally from Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah, except she can't talk. It's it's like a mix between FMA with Show Tucker experimenting on people and then combining things together to make his daughter a chimera except he's doing that with other people in a whole and, and body parts yeah uh <clears throat> so i'm looking over at i look over at fearless leader zex i uh, and uh i put i put my i let him know again i don't have a good feeling about this place it doesn't it feels ne- tainted neither do i so I would rather figure out if this is something that we should check in on now or we leave and it possibly bites us in the ass later. I'm only saying this because he already knows Strahd. His alliance to him seems a little gray. We don't know what he's really up to and I'd rather cover our ass now sooner than later. Uh, you got shit in your eyes. And, and as and as as I'm saying this, I want to walk closer so that Shanks is an earshot earshot of me, because I want his confirmation if he thinks we should like go in, or if he's like fuck it, let's get out of here. I see that and give you kind of a slight nod. I have a DM question for you, Tommy. Is this you, a tall building? How this tall is a... Is it? Um, it's at least uh, the way that it is described. It's a... Think of it as a... It's a. It's like... Not a cathedral, but it's a, it's an abbey. It's got a... I think it's like a two-story two, two story, uh, towers. The two towers that are in there. 
Would it be like the courtyard? 50, 60 feet tall? 80 feet tall? um, We'll go with um, 40 to 50 feet tall. High ceilings. That sort of deal. I believe it doesn't say anything specific about its height. Yes to that virtual background, Luis. Nice, nice and perfectly creepy for the setting room. Uh, I'd, say, we, I'd say you're looking at like maybe 20 or 30 feet tall. The curtain wall is about 15 foot high. You see, you see Ryako look at Zex and he goes like this. <sighs> I nervously just kind of tap my forehead and then I use magical tinkering to create words into the air and go. And I look at Shanks. If we're going to do this, I suggest we can break off a small party that can stealth our way through if we need to look for more information and clues. And if we need to make a getaway, I can use Featherfall so we can touch down on the ground outside and make our way back to the others. It's like a paragraph in the air. Well, I mean, I'm just going to do it by sentences. Right. Star Wars scrolling Um, So, um, Tommy... This is this is also a DM question. Um, my blink dagger. Yeah. If I were to, for example, give an exiting party my member my dagger and went in with an active party, I can blink to the other party, correct? Um, using my using in, in combat. That'd be super interesting. It's right, that's a DM question. Also, Argo can also missy stuff, right? Yeah. No, Argo. Yeah. Uh, no, can, that's only it can only be used like that when you throw it. So mm, when this dagger gotcha. hit, when it hits a target, hits. When, when it, it hits, hits a target, target or object or object, a ranged attack, the thrower may choose to misty step. So if you give it to somebody else and they throw, you can't bamf over there, and you gotcha have to be attuned to it to use the property. So you would have to throw it, and then you could go then. To, Fair uh, enough. Thank you. Yeah, um, no I look to our magic casters, <clears throat> and I say, do any of you guys have a, a way to relay messages amongst ourselves? So, again, I'm asking, like, does anyone have the message spell prepared? Uh, no. No? Right. But because you didn't answer no. Weako's question, he's a, he's going to take out the scimitar and put it near his neck. Oh, oh all right. Um, and just like shave. I'll face I'll defer I'll defer to Atros, Galahad, and, and Shanks. Then, if you guys think can I can I go over to Zex? Can I go over to Zex and relay what I was able to see from outside? Yeah, I'm I'm right next Why to you. I, start, I, I started walking towards you because you're towards the door, and I brought Galahad with me. So right, right now, so it's I, like we're huddled up by his door. All right, so I'm, I'm going to quietly, as quietly as possible, relay the information of what I saw from the windows outside to you. Okay. Do you want me to repeat what that was? Uh, I know what it is. I think Larissa is the only one who wouldn't know. But um, as far as we know, it, there was 
uh, magic being cast like ritually in a circle. And there was the creatures, I forget their name, the abom- not the abominations, the... They're called Mongol folk. Mongol oh, folk. Called, uh, what's, if you guys will have an d- easier name to use for them, uh, I'm cool with that too. Dead folk. That's a mouthful. Homunculi. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> kind of Dead things. Um, <clears throat> meat puppets. Meat puppets. Not a, some, I'd let them know. Uh, not a fan. I'm splitting. We don't even have our. You don't have the rest. Uh, we don't even have our main main healing cleric with us. All right. Um, let's defer his offer for now, and at least, yeah. Um, let's defer for now, and then <clears throat> worse come to worse, at least somehow like keep an eye out and ear out for him because I'm not getting good vibes either and I don't think he's someone that we want to leave unattended for too much longer. Just putting it out there. So what are you guys doing? He's just sort of standing over there Um, looking at you guys. I... Um, just okay. let him know. Just let him know that we're we're we have urgent business, and that's why we yeah. can't take it. So I walk over to him. We may come back. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll come back later. Uh, we have we have another member of our party, and we have other business to attend to, as it was, as was brought up uh, by the other members of the party. So we're going to have to respectfully decline, but possibly rain check for another day. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, before you do leave, I do have a question I would like to ask you. Um, is there any way that you could get me into that wedding? I honestly couldn't tell you. We got our invitation sort of abruptly. I'm not even sure. Are you allowed to bring guests, perhaps? The invitation just called for us. I'm not sure. But if you do have a direct line to Strahd, it seems like you do. Um, I haven't seen him in close to a century. Uh, I mean, well, would, it, would it be too much Zex, to go out could, of your... We could always look into that for him later. Absolutely. Um, I, I was going to suggest he just, you know, pop in, bring, bring, a, bring a present for him and, you know, rekindle old friendships. Well, if I'm, if I'm getting a sense of things, maybe he wants to present that present on the day? Possibly. I'm asking uh, what, what? The Abbot. The Abbot, yeah. Yeah, Abbot! <laughs> wow, what feels, huh? Wow. All right. Uh, he's, <laughs> seems he doesn't need this particular present, but I'm sure I could find him something to his liking. Uh, but yes, that would be uh, quite. Uh, I'd be. I'd be. Uh, I'd be willing to you know, grant you a favor. Um, because because he won't need her anymore. Can I bring her as my plus one? Stay here with me. That was just a question. Hmm. Don't get so touchy. 
is there any way um, that we can communicate with you once we do leave this place? Do you have means of contacting us or us contacting you uh, in the event that we do uh, aren't able to just show back up at your front door? Oh, actually, you know what I do? Hold on a second. And he uh, sort of runs past, briskly walks past you and walks up the stairs, um, comes back down maybe 30 seconds later, and he's holding a a whitish blue uh, oval-like stone, and he hands one to you. He has a second one in his hand. He goes, this is a sending stone. Um, all you have to do is uh, basically send a message, uh, you know, speak into it. Uh, you know, hold it like you're going to use it. Speak into it, and I will hear it, and I will be able to answer you. And so, uh, quick question. R- yeah. when, he, when he runs up, can I just ask her if she wants to be my plus one? Like I ask her. She just... Okay, cool. Blank stare. There you are. Who does he, who does he hand it to? Uh, whoever comes. It, Zex is the one that he was talking to. He he sees him as in charge. More more than likely, it's me. I'll grab it. There you go. All you need to do, give me a call. Sounds like a plan. We'll let you know if anything uh, arises on our end about getting you there. Yes, do uh, do let me know when you decide to come back. I'll give you the tour. Absolutely. Looking forward to it. Of course. DM question, Tommy. Yes. Is the sending stone a, a standard thing or something we should be highly suspicious of? Sending so, stone is a, a low, uh, low end um, magical item. Yeah. Okay, I didn't know if he was like low jacking us. And, nah, uh, Atros can make one himself. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. If he holds the stone and could, I didn't know if he needed to. Test Essentially, it. is there is there a way if we just leave it alone, would it like transfer our communication to him at always, or it's only when you grab it and hold it? Essentially, far as you know, it works like you said it does. Okay. Yeah, I think I think Atros I mean, needs to examine that a little bit. Yeah. Well, Atros would would know more about the sending stone, but right. you, I think there's only a. a it would just be Atros would be more of the arcane type deal. It's not mm. really a divine type. Magic, do you want so. me to do, use identify on it? I think that's yeah. natural, right? Uh, let's wait till we uh, meet right. back up with After. Glad. Yeah, yeah. yeah, let's let's start heading back now. We'll head down and go uh, catch up with Glad and fill her in on everything that's going on. Okay, bye. Is there any food on the table? Uh. Food? Are you looking for food specifically? Yeah. Um. Uh. No, there is no food on the table. Uh. I I cast a, le- a level one spell, create food on the table, and I say thank you for having us, and I, I bow and I walk out. Very nice. Thank you. All right. All right. All right. Let's start the boogie. your way out as you are going down back down the switchback uh, 
Galloreal, you are making your way up, and you guys, uh, you guys meet about here at the first big switchback. Okay. Um. None of us left our stuff at that place, right? No, you guys never put anything down. Cool. Let's get the fuck out of here. Like, I, I'm literally just telling the group, like, wrap this shit up. Can, Let's go. Can I, can I grab... We'll talk uh, on the way. Can I grab Atros real quick and uh, bring him to that window and see if he can identify the shiny thing? Well, you guys are already out of the abbey down yeah. the switchback. You want to do this before you get there? Yeah. Before. Could I could I send could I send Duo to see if he like can relay the image to me? Sure. He could also relay the image to Atros as well, in case he yeah. wants. Do you have to run identify off the object itself, or I have to touch it? You have to touch it. Um, so right before we leave, I would possibly just like have duo do a once over, try to see if he can like get a quick like glance as he's like flying up. Okay. Nothing, nothing too intensive where it looks like he's just being a nosy bird, but more so just a, oh, you know, I'm flying around whatnot don't have a good feeling about this but i'm gonna give it a shot okay uh yeah roll uh what's his uh what's his perception modifier uh seven seven no that'll be fine with his passive perception he he does a once over um and he uh he actually sort of circles down and perches on a tree on the wall Mm-hmm. right across from where that room is and he sort of takes a good look across the the side of the building and swoops back up in the air and eventually drops back down and he relays from what you can tell um, the shiny thing that uh, he was looking for uh, looks to be some sort of like brass candelabra okay some sort of brass stick with a candle in it or some okay. it's like a metal metal mm-hmm. essentially yeah like just think candelabra i mean okay. he doesn't have the word to describe it but you can right. sort of see what he says and we'll see what he sees okay. all right very smart bird all right i just leave him on my shoulder give him a pet and i'm um, telling everyone let's just fucking we're gonna walk um do we need to talk to the Burgermeister for work, or are we trying to uh, get to these other locations? Were we going to shop for Galahad and get his plate armor for him? Um, but that's in another town, isn't it? Yeah, it's in another town. Right, because it's a poor town and all that stuff. Okay. So let's... Uh, they, don't, yeah, they, don't have let's, to, they don't let people in, really. Let's uh, make our way to... Um, do we know which direction that other town is? Did we? Did we? The opposite direction than you. Uh, it, it's uh, east. All right, we'll start heading that way. You guys are just bolting straight out. Not even gonna talk to the burgermeister. Just like, nope, peace. 
Um, you are. That's cool. I'm just making sure. I mean, he did. He did say. Uh, are we talking uh, out of character or in character? Oh, that's right. We did need to talk to him about what the hell were we talking the about? The winery. The winery. All right. Um. Yeah. Let's uh. Let's try yeah, to catch. Let's let's try to hit him up before we leave and tell, <clears throat> tell him uh something. All thoughts again. Yeah, the smell of rotten death kind of knocked that out. <laughs> All right. So you guys are making I, I, as we're as we're heading out from the abbey, uh, from the abbot, we meet up with uh, Glad. We're kind of filling her in on stuff as best as we can without you know going too elaborate um, until we get into better yeah. shot ears. Also, don't forget to give this stone to Adros too. Oh, that's up. already that's already like as, already soon, as soon as I, as soon as I could, I just here you go. That's all yours. Yeah. I want nothing to do with that thing. All right. How long does it take him to identify? Are you casting it as a ritual? Yes. Uh, so that's eleven minutes. Eleven minutes. All right. It'll probably take the amount of time it takes us to get from the top of the thing down down to the hill, like the bottom of the hill. You said because it's a uh, pretty long walk, like going like up the uh, the hill or mountainside, wherever wherever that is. Yeah. Right. Cool, cool, cool. Um, when uh, we see anybody. Of importance, like a guard or um, or the burgomeister himself. Um, uh, the burgomeister's home. You actually saw him walk to his. his it's home. like right. It's, it's just the right. First one immediately from the gate. Okay. Um, it's this bad boy right here. Okay. Um, I'll go. We'll go give it a knock. So as you're making your way down, you. Uh, Atros, you are casting sending. And oh, identify going... or sending? Or not uh, identify. Uh, identify. <laughs> you eventually figure out that sending stones do indeed work the way that he told you they would. You could essentially yes. cast sending, which means you get to send uh, a 25 word message. Uh, uh, no more. You can do less if you want. Um, once a day. Uh, to the bearer of the other stone, and the other, the bearer can send one to you as well, and you can reply to those, that message within the same spell. It reminds me of when we had to pay for our texts when we were younger. <laughs> yep, absolutely. How do we have to wait after six p.m. to send? Uh, six p.m. You're, you're, you're lucky. You're lucky. It was six p.m. Nine p.m. for us. It was nine. Yeah. It was nine. <laughs> Yeah. The world, oh, the Fave Five, Team Mobile. There we go. There you go. Yo, Fave Five. Wow. Okay. All right. Let's get back into it. All right. So you guys make your way over to the. Uh, the burger master. The burger master. The master burger. So you had your way to it's. Not a like a huge house. It's not like it was in Barovia. I mean, the town is has a bigger footprint than Barovia, but nothing spectacular of an abode for this guy. It's a a slightly larger version of the houses that you've seen all throughout this little township. Um, 
there is uh, no guard outside the front door. Uh, the door is just just there. Nothing, nothing crazy. No, nobody that you have to try and walk through. All you gotta really do is walk up to the front door and knock away. Uh, I'll do just that. Uh, see a woman answer the door. Maybe five foot three, five foot four. Slightly gaunt, but not not to a point where it sort of startles you. A uh, woman with long black hair, uh, pallid skin, um, wearing uh, darker black robes, essentially, uh, and her her eyes are actually slightly red and puffy and, and she... Uh, yes, can I help you? Yes, hello. Uh, we were told to uh, contact the Burgermeister in the morning uh, if we wanted to discuss more work with him. Were you the people that came late in the evening? Yes, we apologize for coming so uh, so late again, but thank you for giving us safe lodging. Of course. Please, wait right here. She leaves the door, uh, actually shuts the door. Uh, a couple seconds later, uh, maybe five, ten seconds later, the... Uh, uh, yes, can I help you? Uh, hello. hello again. Hello, good morning. Good, good morning. Did you sleep well? As well as can be. Much, much obliged. Of course. Um, we we were gonna head out uh, for some provisions, but um, before we did, was there any work that you needed to be done? Uh, we still have uh, the vineyard that needs to be cleared up. We weren't sure if uh, you wanted to clear that up or um, if you the guys vineyard. were gonna. We would be nice. I mean, we we do not own the vineyard. Uh, mm-hmm. but uh, it is the sole piece of sanity that we have left in this place I see uh, the, 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 older, the, the, the older gentleman that was there that's his vineyard or his family's vineyard yes uh, what is his name I cannot remember his name it's quite a strange one this one uh so if uh, we wanted to uh, talk, oh, we the, should... The Martigo family, yes. Uh, he's a quite a strange individual. Strange seems to be the uh, the word of the day. Oh, all that? Yes. Well, yeah. Indeed. Um, so would you have any other work for you, or should we just go directly to him uh, to clear that up oh. for you guys? I saw that you came from the Abbey? Yes, yes we did. And I have I have not been there for many years. Hence the uh the word of the day being strange. Yes. He's uh What is what is he doing out there? Um He's a bit of a craftsman, if you will. Craftsman. He's making macros by putting people together in parts. Are you saying this out loud for real as Shanks? Totally as Shanks in character. 
And he looks at you dead in the eyes, Shanks, and goes, So this is why I did go missing. Probably well, you knew about this. No, he knew the dead went missing. Okay. Your friend here is very perceptive. Oh. So... And we act when nods as if he was talking about him. If you are looking for something to do for me, I would very much like to not have the dead in my town being taken from their loved ones. I immediately, now, I immediately I, look at Galahad and Atros and then Shanks and then we Aqua. <sighs> and then I look back to, to the, uh, the Burgermeister. Now, I do not I look at I look at Argyle and Kyber. And when Shanks looks at, at me, the, I look back and I say, not our problem. I look at the Burgermeister the way that everyone else is looking at each other. <laughs> I immediately use my mercurial rod and turn it into a shield and just shake my head at everybody <clears throat> I do not wish for you to kill him per se it is not a requirement but but if it happened by accident what, 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 are, what are the options that you are uh, perhaps um, well, laying out not- there I am not opposed. Well, I am kind of somewhat opposed to it. I only wish to have my son stay in his final resting place. And that we can respect, for sure. And I'm sure that everyone else that lives here would like the same. We may have a way to do that, sir. Yes, do you? But I think we should address one issue at a time. If we do plan to clear the vineyard for you, we'd like to accomplish that goal first. And then can we be granted the opportunity to handle that other situation after? The other situation seems a bit more... Complicated. Delicate, I was going to say. And I don't... And I... That too. Uh, so I look up, just thinking, and I look up to the Burgermeister. You look down, you mean? Cause you're yeah, I look down. I look down. <laughs> so down. So down. <laughs> I look down at him, and uh, I'm sorry for the loss of your son. Where, where is, uh, where is he resting currently? We didn't really see any crypts or cemeteries here. Did you look in the backyard of the house that you lived in? Every family has their own plots. Mine is just out there. And and the uh, the graves that were closer to the uh, the abbot are those. Those were from the monks that once lived in the abbey. Understood. Many horrible things have happened there. I'm starting to get that impression. It will happen in there. It is... It is... 
Holy shit, that freaked me out. <laughs> I saw I saw Larice, and then I saw like a second Larice, and I was like, "What is going?" On? <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Out of game. Sorry. Out of game. No worries. This in this entire place is strange and horrible. The wine would be wonderful, yes, but also knowing that my son will stay where he is would also be. I have no priority for you. There is no one exceeds the other. If, well, we, if we, the vineyard is what you wish, then it is what you will do. We plan on doing what we can while we're here. Um, to, I, I, at least, to at least help in any way we can. Shanks grabs uh, Zex and pulls him to the side and goes, we need to make these things quick. If we're going to go and do the vineyard, let's go get the vineyard. We can't sit here and talk to this guy. We have a situation with that abbot, and I don't like what was going on over there. So I know what I want to do by myself right now. And I'm a little enraged by it. So I'm asking you to just pick and then we go and then we figure out how to do that. I'm thinking that sending you some really, really, really great opportunity. I put a hand on his shoulder and I say, I got you. But this man just told us that he's going through some shit. I don't want to fucking leave him hanging. No, but I got, I got you. We're gonna go. Am to, I, we're, we're am I next go, to you guys? More than likely, I'm gonna go. We're gonna All go right. hit the vineyard. We'll talk strategy about this shit on the way there, and yep. let's go uh, let out some aggression that I see that everyone seems to have now. Cool. We're yeah, likely gonna have to go kill some shit. So let, let's uh, let's go do that. Before right. you go. Yes. May I ask? Why are you here? Why are we here in Barovia? Yes, why are you here? Why would you come here? What's your relationship with Strahd? Lord here. Better yet, my question to you is what is your relationship to him? Can I do an insight check on him? Sure. Uh, Out of game, when I I feel like we mentioned him before, briefly because I was telling him about, about like certain things, and he yeah yeah, yeah I remembered him like, saying something vaguely like avoided speaking his name, kind of just like whatever you know. Uh, Eighteen. What what are you in? What are you trying to in, incite? What are you trying to? Oh, find? what I'm trying to insight is if he gives off any kind of um, positive or negative feeling towards Strahd's name, voice, other way. He doesn't like Strahd, but he's not stupid enough to think that he can do anything about it. So Got it. He's just Fig- like figured he's as trying much. to stay like stay the fuck out of his way just to mm-hmm. not piss him off like keep attention off of the town that's the only way that they've survived that's for this long is no keep their heads down him. yeah keep your heads down just keep doing that's why they don't have any inns or anything like that they're all self-sustaining so they're just like he's just like nope i, I want nothing to do with him but all right so i'm not gonna so, talk shit about oh, him right so what 
what um, Shanks responds is that we're just trying to do our business and stay out of Strahd's way. I feel like you can understand that position. I, I can understand, yes. So we'll do our best to help you with your concerns and we'll be on our way now. You, you plan on leaving this place? Is that going to be a problem? As long as he is alive, you are here to stay. Understood. Yes, they do not let you go. So we've been told. Um, we're going to go tackle that vineyard for you and we'll be back with a plan uh, about the uh, abbot. But uh, appreciate it. Of course. Uh, we. Yeah, there's a chance, though, that the Abbey is the reason why Strahd isn't uh, attacking. Interesting. Are you saying that in-game, in front of him? Uh, well, I mean, I could I was say to the group, while y'all are deciding to go murder oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Um which is why we'll discuss on the way, because I feel like that that's yeah. going to definitely be a, a walk and talk and, like, air it out kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, I look at the Burgermeister and I say, we leave whenever we want, and then I control water, make it ice, and, and form it into shades, and I walk away slowly. I'm just curious. And I lean to the Burgermeister. Oops, sorry. <laughs> Great, Chris. Uh, oh, yeah. I, I lean to the Burgermeister and goes, I say, that's one cool dude. <laughs> is Glad um, actually with us right now? Or is she still back at the house? Yeah, she's she's with you guys. I'm not quite sure what that is supposed to yeah. be. But please. The vineyard. I start yeah, as um excuse me, can we uh have you unloaded the cart? Uh for with the wine that we brought? Yes, it has it has been Unloaded. Do you do you wish to have the cart? Yes. If, yes. Uh, if we can, that would be beneficial. Right. He has uh, the the cart's actually sitting right up front. Uh, uh, as you okay. get up closer to the gates, you see the cart sitting there. No wine barrels on the back, so it is an empty cart. You have the two draft horses with you as well. Perfect. Yes. Um. Yeah. Did we did we need the extra horse? Yes. Okay. Wow. <laughs> oh, just, just you know, just being sure. Just, um, just, just for me. I was right. gonna ask. Uh, I was gonna ask Weagua if he could summon a horse for me. Yeah, you go do that. You, you ask. Well, if we don't have the barrels on the uh, thing, we have more space, right? Yeah, we, so we have, have more, more space. More space but there's, it's still, it's still, a, it's still, a, uh, still a fucking giant. Well, no, Tommy. Can he? He can fit on the back if they had. We like, two big ass barrels. barrels. Yeah. There were three oh. big-ass wine barrels. Three All right, cool. Yeah, All so right. you, there's space. Take the middle. Cool. <laughs> they were able to Driver. fit most of the party on that without you and have the wine barrels on there. You can definitely fit on there. Yeah, uh, we'll okay, get you cool. on there. We up, Chris, sit on your lap. Done deal. No, no, no. It's not like you're lying <laughs> spread eagle on your back, like, <laughs> sitting down. Just, just, um, just think of, uh, just think of number one in the back of the station wagon in season two <laughs> of Umbrella Academy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I get shotgun with, uh, with Shanks, um, and I pull, uh, 
I'm guessing I'm pulling Atros and Galahad towards the front, and then... Anyone that tries to sit near Tiny gets a death stare from me. Okay. Instead, I'm going to actually go towards the back, use my Mercurial Rod, and turn it into like a little mini chariot, and just clamp it to the back of the cart, and just sit. Kind of like, you know, with a motorcycle has a little sidecar. Oh, I is, love is, you so much. Is it? Is that? Is that magical? Is that magical? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I let I let the I'm talking I guess I'm talking to Shanks and and, uh, and uh, Zex at this point. So if the Burgermeister wants him gone, and the Abbot wants to go to this wedding, we may have a way to deal with him. Yeah. Not, not no puns intended, but we could kill two birds with one stone. Yes. I, I, I'm sorry. I did it. I did it again. I'm sorry. What I mean you're, you're, to say, I, I don't. I don't. I don't think they. I don't think he heard you. I, I mean, you know, he's, he's 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 right. dead. He's dead eye staring <laughs> duo, and I'm sure duo is not taking kindly to it. I was talking. I was talking about Atro. It's not duo. <laughs> no, we're talking about Atro. <laughs> <laughs> Fucker. Yeah. Right, uh, yeah. You hear duo just goes fucker. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, that's his that's his fifth word, right? All right. Yeah. So, so where I'm from, what that means is that we probably can take care of Strahd and the Abbot at the same time at the wedding using the sending I stone. I don't know if we want to deal with both of them at the same time. I don't know what the Abbot we is capable. May not be having to deal with them at the same time if we do this properly. You you think that Strata take care of him uh, uh, himself? It's possible. Sometimes people just need a little persuasion. I'm That's I'm fine. all for I'm all for it. I but, doubt, uh, I doubt the, him and Strata are on good terms, and if I don't he, think they are. And if he wants to marry Irina, he probably will feel disrespected by whatever the hell that we, thing was. We might be able to instigate. I think Strata doesn't care about the Abbot. I would argue that he doesn't care about the abbot. Or and even just more so. Dismisses him entirely. The I'm abbot seems like he, he has a little bit more. He's trying to accomplish something. Yeah. yeah. That, that being said, we burn our favor with the abbot if we tell him to leave the town. And we don't tell him to leave the town. No, we're not telling him anything. We're telling him he can come to the party. But we're, aren't we telling him under the guise of not getting getting the dead of the people of this town? Isn't that our favor? Um, told him shit. If he, oh. if he comes out and Strahd just happens to think something about him. Also, the Abbot is one part of the plan. We don't know what other things he's created, what they're capable of, and the numbers, because we haven't seen what else is in there. Wiyako raises his hand. I'm facing forward in the cart, so I couldn't see you if I tried. Oh, well, whoever's talking, we have to raise Go his for hand. Um, uh, Shanks, no, Zex, no, Tiny, um, whichever one of you. Uh, who has the invitation? I do. Ah, uh, yeah. Can I have it for a second? Can I look at it? No. What the? 
<laughs> what the night king is that? Uh, uh, <laughs> I'll tell you why. If you oh, wait, are you saying no to Wiyaka? Yeah, Shanks is saying no to Wiyaka. All right, well, I have. I may have a plan, and the plan is to make a, this, uh, a forgery of the invitation, and we can invite... Are you proficient? The abbot. Are you proficient? Please tell are you, me. Would that be a I performance? think I have a forgery kit. I have to look at it first. Okay. I'm for it. To see to see how complicated it would be to forge it. Okay. And I'm you for promise, it. You promise you're not going to do anything weird to it? No, no, no. I was never going to do it. I was just going to look at it. I'm just checking ahead of time, man. All right. So you can, I had, you I had can to check to... and I check everything, too. <laughs> All the time, um, you see nothing gets past these that's guys. Actually, right. probably the best plan we've got so far. I, I cautiously hand it to him. Uh, so, DM, can I look? Uh, uh, how complicated is this invitation? Um, can I tell if it's like handmade or if it's um, any like special designs on it? Okay, so roll me an, investig an investigation check, just to see what what you, what you pick up. I shall guide myself. Sure. I'm just curious. Natural twenty. Yeah, let's go. First roll of the night. What was what was that? Wait, yo, was Natural that? twenty without even the bless. Uh, without uh, even uh, guidance. Without guidance, yeah, just natural twenty. What's your investigation score altogether? Uh, my investigation is a zero, so 20. All right. But with the plus four, I'm uh, sorry, with the D4, it is a one, 21. What were you saying, Yun? Uh, I was going to ask if the cart was moving or something, because you guys said that you couldn't see Wii Aqua when you guys were talking earlier. Oh, Yun. because he's behind me. That's because I'm sitting in front with... with uh, with Shanks, so I'm looking forward. But you guys are moving, like talking while the cart is moving, or yeah, we were talking. Yeah, you guys the are all on the. You guys are all on the cart heading out of the city. Yeah. Okay, so we're already moving. Okay. Yeah, you guys are already moving. All right. So I'm just not gonna say anything because I'm. All right. Back. So after after I hand the letter to We Aqua, I turn to Zex and I say, "How are we gonna handle this tree monster thing?" Uh, Argyle really saved our ass by putting it in darkness, but if we go back, we, we're going to have to have a real plan of attack. Um, we Aqua interrupts and goes, I got it. We'll, we'll put a pin in it for a second. Does anyone other than Argyle have fire? You do. But do you have sacred flame? That's a different type of fire. Or do you have fire? No, that's fire? not. It's not my can't. No, it's not a cantrip. I have fire spells. Yeah, he has fire spells. Ooh, my man. All right. Yeah, um, druids are awesome. Also, uh, Atros, you have those pipe bombs, no? Were we able to make one? Fluffinger, I have yeah. one bomb. I have scorching ray, which is a fire spell, and I have the flamethrower, um, eldritch cannon. So. <laughs> I would put that into words and kind of in the air, just kind of talk. Um, yeah. So if if that were to be an issue, uh, 
because I'm pretty sure that's what we're going to need to do is take that tree out for this job to be done. Uh, we'll take care of it that way. And so if there's not more druids around making trees. And shit. That's also true. Can anyone, I know you guys detect, you know, your favorite enemies uh, and, and that kind of stuff. Can anyone detect like um, magical beings or anything like that? Not quite with that kind of range. Why Guy, does he have, to have his hand then? Uh, yeah, I can detect uh, magical uh, essences or creatures or things like that. Good and evil. Ooh, what's the range on that though? Uh, I'd have to look it up. But oh, but before I do that, uh, I rolled a natural twenty on my investigation, Tom. That's a twenty-one with your uh, guidance. Yes, twenty-one with my guidance. I know. I messaged you in the in the. Oh. Yeah. In the because they the, were talking, I just didn't want to sit in Facebook or uh, in in the Zoom chat. Oh, all right. Sorry. No, it's all good. It's fairly intricate, definitely handmade. Uh, all right. Would uh, do I get the sense that I could, I or maybe with the help of Atros, uh, be able to make it passable or decent or more than passable copy of it? I have advantage on forging things. Ooh. That's that's what I said. I was I put you there. Yeah, same forgery kit as well. I said Atros. Yeah, dude. Yo, this is a fucking, fucking I love you, Argyle. So yes, yes, you believe you could make a pretty good copy of this. Alright. With so, the help right. of, of the group. Yeah. But because no one knows that yet, we are looks at Atros and um Oh man, Joseph character. Argyle? Argyle, thank you. You just said it, too. No, no, I know know what it was. I just, I just brain froze. I just brain froze. Um, uh, I look at both of them. I go, guys, I know your talents. And as a guy who knows talents, I think your two talents will help with this. Forgery. You, you, together, this. Invitation. Um, as we're traveling, I also want to uh, send Duo up and see if he spots uh, anything on the road, um, especially that tree, if we're going to run into it at any point. Yeah, because if we can uh, stay would... at a distance before we yeah. uh, initiate and then do sneak attack, we might be able to put a lot of damage on it real quick Yep. before, um, you know. Uh to answer your question before, my detect magic is like up to 30 feet. Um, my, let's see, what was the other one? Uh, detect good and evil? Yeah, detect good and evil. Uh, oh, actually, no, I, get, uh, I think I get that at a higher level than I am right now. Uh, yeah, I don't have that right now, sorry. So yeah, just a detect magic is what I have. Gotcha, don't worry yeah. about that yet then. Okay. Um, um, Tommy, you said yeah. the tree gave off an undead sense, or it didn't? Um, no, it was uh, not undead. Okay. What was the thing that I picked up on before then? It was the druids. Yeah, it was slightly something along those lines. Yeah, I said it was sort of uh, sort was, of undead. I had okay. the uh, gotcha. lights or something. They were like, oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. So they are, but they aren't, but they are kind of. So I got gotcha. you. So I looked at Atros and Argyle, and I should give him the invitation. And I'm saying, uh, 
can you guys and I give them as much paper as they need uh, to see if like they want to practice doing forgeries of it as an invitation. Also, the cart is moving, so we should. Yeah, that, and I was I was about to say that like, we'll work on this when the cart's not in motion, and mm -hmm. I'll see what we can. Oh, do you, I, I can cast a spell to stop time? Do you want me to do that? No need. Well, we'll uh, I can I can do this pretty quick, but we'll we'll take care of it. Well, well it's it. good because it's because I can't do that. So. Well then, uh, that yeah. makes you a liar. But um. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Okay. Yeah, yeah, All right. Yeah, um, yeah. Tommy, uh, what is do it? Uh, hold on. I'll roll for duo. Oh, both of them garbage. He's seeing not not a lot of shit. Uh, Eleven. Getting the next layer. Of fucking did not expect you to go back there that quickly. Oh, awesome though. No, no, All right, Dude, not, not my. You do, uh, you do, man. So DM question, because <laughs> yes. these things are like, this big thing is kind of half undead, half whatever the fuck. Well, uh, it's it is, but it isn't. It's not technically undead, but I mean, it's a fucking. It's, it's a I, blighted tree. It's. So would I get my extra D8 if I divine smited it or no? Uh, no, because it's not technically. But yeah, I would say you'd be able to detect it. Okay. Good enough. Good enough. So you're, it wants to take a look at what, what what's what's duo taking a look for? Just uh, uh, just sent him up just to see if he spots the giant ash tree. Like that's literally all I'm sending him up for, just to keep a lookout for the giant ash tree and anything else that he sees that would be alarming to him. Um. Well, okay. So he does. Uh, what did what did he end up rolling? Oh, like eleven. Oh, eleven. Yeah. Luckily, it is a giant ass tree, and um, he sort of pops up in the air. And as he's flying over the top, he he does a, a big circle. You sort of see him in the distance uh, mm -hmm. for a little bit over the trees. He disappears for a second and comes back. Are we and technically on the map? We're like over here somewhere. You're right around here at this point. It's okay. Bit gotcha. Midday. Um, as you've been traveling, uh, I mean, you guys aren't walking, so it's great, and you're mm. traveling a little bit faster than walking speed, um, but you are all in uh, a cart being a cart. Yeah. So um, there is uh, you get you get these images of um, the tree down by the vineyard, sort of stalking around. Gotcha. Uh, do we know roughly because we keep going back and forth like the ETA between there and there? Um, it is going to be several hours. Uh, so if several. you guys want to, if you guys are planning anything, if you guys have conversations you want to have, we can do that or we can skip. You'll be getting there close to nightfall. Gotcha. So if you um, wanted to, you know, do what you want, rest up, do a long rest, and then go in for the morning, you can do that. Um, you guys didn't really get out of Kresik until close to midday. And it's, right. it's, it's going to take roughly another six or seven hours. Uh, maybe even more, depending on what you guys do. But about six or seven hours it should be dusk by the time you get to the vineyard. At the pace you're traveling. And we have 14 days until the wedding, correct? Yep, so at the end of this day it'll be 13. 
side note, Tommy, did um, the abbot use the word Mongo to describe um, the creatures? Um, I don't think he physically used it, but it's it, that's what it's described as in the book, Mongo folk, all one word. Right. I I like know it, I know it's Mongo folk because of like folk. what I've been like told I, when I rolled my I think it was Arcana or history something like that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, you ended up knowing what it was basically. You'd heard about it and right. thought it was like fairy tale shit, but it's real. Yeah. Um. All right, let's start formulating a plan on our way there. If we need rest, I suggest take it now. Um. Can the party rest while in the cart, while they're traveling? You guys wouldn't have a spot to sleep, and it wouldn't sleeping it wouldn't be in your like, armor would not would not give you a restful sleep. Gotcha, gotcha. All right, so we'll just keep going. Uh, um, can can we look around for anything of interest, and just perception wise, while we're while we're on the ride? Yeah, sure. Um, you know, most of you guys have pretty decent passive perceptions. I'd say, um, like, uh, Glad has the highest, I think. Uh, Argyle has the highest. Argyle has the highest. Nice. Um, Perception. Well, yep. Uh, oh, you have the same perception, the passive as Duo. Duo has a seventeen too. Yep, I have, dude. I, I put a whole chart of everyone's thing so I can go to any skill and know what you guys have. That's, that's how we always can perceive that it's not our problem. <laughs> yep, that is very true. <laughs> yeah, let's go with that. that. That's that's the reason why. <laughs> that's the reason why I've always perceived it's not my problem. Um, you don't really notice a whole lot. Uh, it it's, does tend to be, it's fairly empty out here, really. So no movement, no um, no creatures or anything. Not really. Nothing crazy. She's just going through the woods at this point. Yeah. Well, I want to start talking to Zex and Shanks, who. But I'm in the back, so I'm not. Uh, do you want to take? A, you want to stop and grab a bite real quick? You can grab a bike, bike while traveling. He could probably put his um, Mercurial rod to make a sidecar right next to us if he wanted to. He could. Um, I was gonna say uh, if we want, we could like take a quick, uh, quick pit stop, grab some food. Um, I should be able to find food rather quickly. Uh, yeah, I guess that was uh, something else we could have passively perceived for if you see things of use along the road, food, items, or medicinal herbs, or whatever. Well, technically, you guys all have rations. That's also true. Anyways, Ten days all, worth of you guys should all have, like, five days worth of rations. Yeah. And every time you've gone to the Medusa's Cascade, your rations are replenished automatically when you get there. So, you left yesterday. I don't think you used rations. No. No. Kill it! Kill it! Kill it with fire. There goes those werewolves we were talking about. I I do the howl back as soon as I hear it. Oh! 
Minx turns around really abruptly <laughs> and looks at Riaqua. What? What? I got, I put my hand on his shoulder and just it's it's just keep just it's him. Don't worry about Shank, it. Shanks, they just said hi. Um, you know what, Shanks? And I just turn around. Hutch, do you want to like pull the cart over for a sec? Have it have a team meeting, like team meeting, real quick. To no, no, all right. No, Shay, out, out out of character. Just so so, if everybody hasn't gotten this yet, Shanks is highly triggered right now. Oh, for sure. So for the most what? part, he doesn't want to stop the cart unnecessarily. He is waiting for something to jump out at any minute and fuck this whole team up <laughs> ridiculously. So. He is on a little bit of an edge. I'll put it that way. So uh, nice. Since Weakwa sees that, he uh, he goes right behind Shanks' ear. <laughs> hit him. <laughs> just oh, hit him. Shanks is just out of muscle memory. Elbows the fuck out of him, jumping. Do I have to roll for damage? <laughs> oh, you have to roll a hit. And when you hit me, you take damage too. <laughs> no, I know, I know. Is it uh, wait? Roll the roll the hit and uh, do a deck save. Deck save for me. Oh, this is gonna be so good. All right, shit. And it's gonna be a it's gonna be a uh, uh, contested roll essentially. Right, right, right. Uh, am I rolling two decks? Yes. So basically, yeah. Oh, he wins. That's, I got a four. Not too. <laughs> no, no, not too good. I got I got an eight. So. Yeah, uh, my dex is a uh, one, so five all together. Yeah, my dex is three. Yeah, so you win. <laughs> I just had a win. You take um, one point of. Are, are you is uh, is Shanks proficient in? Hold on, I don't bludgeoning. In hands, oh, no. straight up so, hands. And just hands. <laughs> Give him these hands. It was elbow. <laughs> uh, two seconds here. Braun strumming uh, the shit out. Uh, and then you take two points of bludgeoning damage. Cool. And as, as soon as soon as I do it, as soon as Shanks does it, he he like he's like I'm sorry. He's like don't. Yeah. Uh, you take five damage. fire damage. Yeah. No problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I just look at and then Kyver just looks at him. Then I light on fire. I'm like motherfucker. <laughs> Kyra just looks at them, shakes his head, and goes, oh, fucking idiots. We are um, have a yeah. seat. Just don't startle people like that. Uh, guys, are we supposed to be having fun? No. All right. You well, know what would be no fun? One, no, one, no one told me, okay? No one told you, me. You know what it would have been fun? Well, if we what, went back wait, to the wait, 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 hold on, everybody. Let's listen to uh, Kyber. Go ahead. What would have been fun, Kyber? We should have burnt down the Abbot lair. That would have been fun. No. Oh, my God. So funny. It's <laughs> what, what, what Weakwa is saying to you. And I look yeah. at Weakwa and go, why didn't go tap Shanks again? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's not and say we did. And just use magical tinker and cast words here. For once, I agree with Kyber. Well, what, what did you agree with? Sorry. The, down the, the arson. He agreed arson. with the arson. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Right. We, always, we always could when we go back, just bolt the place down. 
Can we just burn this shit down and just be done with it? The place seems really, 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 really fucked up. That entire town is surrounded by trees. That makes the job even easier. Uh, you and your we'd hatred be, for humans, my friend. We'd be killing innocent people. There are no innocent humans in this world. We, we be burning, not concerning what nobody want to say. Okay. Listen, it'll be a nice Kyber. barbecue. Kyber, one of these days you're going to meet my mentor, and I want you to say that same thing to his face. Oh, I'll do it too. I'll tell him he's a piece of shit. Yes, he will. Cheng turns to, to Zach. You know he will. And goes, those oh, people are in I'm looking way forward more to pain it. than you ever have. I promise I'm you. I, I, I can't hear you. I, it's, Zach was talking. <laughs> now he just said that those 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 people have gone through way more pain than you can ever understand. No one had ever gone through the pain that I went through. Like he just sits there, holding onto his um, bow. Um, well, when you say that, uh, Weakwa like cuts his hand open. He goes, "Everybody goes through pain," and then he wipes it away. But we can heal if we want to. And I put my hand up. Speaking of healing, fire damage thing. Look at uh, uh be all right. I, I I toss you a good berry. I look at e- we aqua. I want to say something, but then I just hold it back and I just look right back at my bow. Wait, what'd you say? Sorry, I didn't hear you. No, I say I look at we aqua. Yeah, like I'm about to say something, but mm-hmm. I just look back at my bow and I hold back. I hold myself back. Uh, I reach into my pocket and I, I give you a, a, a healing potion, and I'm like, we can heal each other as well. We just have to learn to trust each other. Like you did last night. Yeah, I did. Thanks for talking about it. Yeah, you are quite profound, but I'm proud of you for making this this much progress. Hold on, Kai, you want to go there? Burn. <laughs> you hear a godly voice out of the distance. What about last night? No. <laughs> <laughs> You want, Kyra, you want to talk about it? Well, there's nothing to talk about. Oh, okay. You have a nice, um, you know, wear shape on your bro. I got a what? Sorry, I couldn't hear you. Shape into a really good panther. We can all hear this. Shank leans over his head. fuck? <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to know. I don't really I look care over to shanks. know. I'm like, get your head out the fucking gutter. That would be some stupid shit I would say. <laughs> L- and I'm sorry, no, I think um, I don't. Big boy we don't king shame here. Over here, do whatever you fall to go. Do you, Go-for. man? Like this is not. I just was at like you said last night, and you if, know if, his way if, of shape. If, like I, if, there was a lot. If this you're into it, he's a panther or was a panther at the time. He can you're be a, a panther. panther. You can, and listen, and you don't have to be the same. You can be different. This is and, somewhere along the line of all the cats comment. Like we're treading. <laughs> <laughs> Those lines right this, now. Yeah, it's just this racist shit you're talking about again. I'm a fucking tabaxi. Like, what are you talking about? You, you're you t- hush up. Ra- ra- racist. You hate all the humans. <laughs> oh, yeah, that piece of shit. Blindly high five fucking Galahad. And I look at Zex as he tries to high five Galahad. Like, Can you reach it? Can you reach it? 
he's fucking eight feet tall. His wingspan is, is the length of fucking Weakwa's entire body. Come on. I'm six feet tall. <laughs> Still. Just saying. His wingspan, just, his wingspan is probably nine feet tall. Can like, we kill some uh, shit? I got, I got but, frustration to let go. I want to kill some shit. Uh, but, uh, We're going to go set some trees on. While this conversation dies down, I say the reason why he knows my panther shape is because I ran after him last night. Nothing happened between us. What do you mean you ran after him last night? I was going yeah, for a tour. We were playing, yeah, we were playing a little tag. Going, going, go, going for a tour? Like how you went for a tour at the camp? Something oh, no, similar. Is, I, you know, get us some fresh air. Yeah. It was good. He got some fresh air. He thought about some things. Shanks sips imaginary tea. And I look over at Argo. I'm like, are we going to burn some trees? And then I look at Glad. One tree, Glad. Just one tree. And it's a bad tree. We've one already bad had this conversation. Tree. Just one bad tree. I'm ready and, to burn a and, whole bunch of trees and, and, and set many, everything on and, fire. And a bunch of little trees. <laughs> Small collateral trees and one big tree. Tell me, how close are we to the tree? As close as you want to be. The sun is starting to go down. You, uh, you're not quite to the vineyard yet. You could tr- keep traveling and get there at dark. Um, but you would be fighting in the dark, and it has you have been up since pretty early. So you guys can rest uh, close, or you can continue to fight. Uh, you do risk exhaustion at this point uh, from traveling all day. All right, let's I set up camp, pull over, take a quick rest. Yep. Uh, yeah, long, rest. Yeah. long rest. Long rest. Uh, we'll, Are we going to strategize? We'll take, we'll, we'll take shifts. We'll, we'll, we'll take shifts and strategize. Oh, who joins the stroke straw? I'll, I'll take, I'll take I'll, first watch. We should all just roll for 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 uh. I was gonna say I'll take watch. I'll, I'll take last watch. <laughs> no, 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 no. Actually, that actually, Tone has a good idea. Like, I, I think we should roll to see what. Like, combination. pair people up. Either either way, I'm taking last watch. Who is who is volunteering for watch? One, I'm two, all, three. Yeah, I'll volunteer. Obviously, four. Yeah. Um. Okay. Isn't watch three shifts or is it three two shifts? shifts? You could do either or. Right. Well, this is two for the sake of brevity, so we got two sets of yeah. two. Two, uh, so let's do uh, We Aqua, Zex, Shanks, and Galahad roll me D4s. Fours. Wait, the hell's my D4? Okay. Oh, Tommy. Yeah. One. I, I only need one. You only need four hours. You only need four hours. hours. So yeah. technically, couldn't I? After I get the four hours, so yeah, it would still be the two shifts, got it? Uh, one. One. Hey, you heard up. I'm just curious. Um, I, was, I said one before you did. <laughs> I'm just saying. What's up? Who's curious? If I were to use the alarm spell, would I be able to pretty much uh, set up like an area so that we could all actually rest and sleep instead? Absolutely. Oh, cool. Can I uh, even if you did, I, I would still want to stay up for a little bit. Understood. All right, so Galahad and Weaqua are the first pair, and Shanks and Zex are the second pair. I go lay up in a tree <clears throat> just to, okay. like, you know, sleep. I break off a piece of the branch, though, and throw it towards Glad's feet. Wait, wait, are we doing watches now because we have the alarm spell, or? I mean, I'll, I'll do it. I just didn't know what the dynamic was. 
I mean, I'm not gonna use it you, and burn it also if everyone's taking watch. Okay, that's fine. You'd yeah, get it back. You'd get it back overnight, no? Yeah, you would check because you're casting it before you go to sleep. You would still get it. You yeah, would get that spell morning. slot. Oh, uh, okay. We're just and doing it as can, a. I believe you can <clears throat> ritual cast that, can't you? No, it's not a ritual. It's not a ritual. But okay. it lasts for eight hours, so it would yeah. Last so you would cast right. it before you go to sleep, and you wake up, and you would have that spell slot back. Oh, okay. Yeah, I just want to keep my my eyes open and. Well, not, not really in the mood to sleep yet. Alright, so you, uh... Zex, you get to sleep for the, that first bit, or just chill or whatever, so mm -hmm. Galhad and, uh, we Aqua. Oh, your perceptions... Oh, mine's ten. My yeah, passive. Yeah, straight ten at passive, and we Aqua's at, at sixteen. Roll me, uh, just roll me perception checks. Um, uh, 22. Uh, 17. Um, you don't see a lot of movement or, I mean, you hear howls the distance. Um, ever since the Burgomeister has told you guys that they are afraid of werewolves, uh, coming out, you're all of a sudden starting to hear more wolves howl and things go bump in the night, but no more than usual. You don't really see anything, uh. You guys are welcome to have any conversation you'd like to have, or we can just go right to Shanks and Zex shift. Talk it out. Talk it out. We talked it out in the last episode. Oh, you don't want to talk to me? All right, fuck you then. I didn't say that. I just... <laughs> no, 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 it's okay. Fuck you then. Oh, my God. Okay, first of all, we do know no, no, that no, Gal okay. Galahad you. is not the one to initiate a conversation. It's all right, fuck you. All right. <laughs> I'm gonna go meditate. Wiyakwa, <laughs> uh, as soon as he sees you meditate, is gonna start banging the shit on your armor. Just. All right. What's up, Wiyakwa? What's going on? None. I just playing the drums at night. You know. Play, playing the drums. On yeah. my plate armor. Mm-hmm. Can't you shape water into some ice or some shit? Whoa, what's with the hostility, my man? You upset about something? No, you're making You want to talk about it? No, you're making noise in the middle of the night. You want to talk about it? You want to talk about it? There's nothing to talk about. You seem upset. You want to talk about I, it? I'm not upset. You seem upset. You want to talk about it? I'm not upset. Are you um, lying? No. Why? why inside, I, inside check. Uh, you can inside check, and I'm going to tell you that I'm not lying. You don't, you don't know I'm <laughs> inside checking. This is Gaetano talking, not Uyakla. Uh, 18. How you feeling? I'm not mad. Nah, I feel like you're fucking lying. It's I'm okay. not mad. Still have a shifty eye on you. Hey, do you do you have a do you have any love interests at home? Just just a random question. Start trying to get to know you. No, actually, I was before I left mm -hmm. my clan. Mm -hmm. I was what being was the name of that clan? I'm sorry. What was the name of your clan? Uh, my my last my my surname is Gathakanathi. Oh my god! I knew a Gathakanathi. No, I didn't. That's a lie. Anyway, I was being groomed to be the next chieftain. Mm mm mm. And there was one. There was one winter, or one of the coldest we've seen in years. Mm -hmm. 
and we needed to find some source of heat. A number of Goliaths had won out before me, didn't come back. And uh, I was able to find some heat and bring it back, find some fire, make some fire. Able to keep us warm throughout the night, kind of keep us going. But after that, when the spring came, I felt I felt there wasn't much for me there. You know, I did these tasks, I did these things to be groomed, to lead, but it 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 felt I just didn't get much from it. So no, I never got a chance to find a mate, if you will. I went on my journey. I met my mentor, and after three years on the road. I met this party. Well, what'd you do in the three years? Uh, learned about the ways of a paladin. Uh, my my mentor, he was a human. His name what was, was his Ant- name. His name was Antonius. He was a he was a a paladin. He was the first one I ever met, and he he showed me what it was to be a paladin. He was quite enthused to have a Goliath as a companion. Uh, we had a, many a night of drinking and because of my size I always drank him under the table but he always thought he can keep up anyway was his last name Perez? It, what? is that what? Gaetano asking me? <laughs> <laughs> uh, he, he, show, he showed me the ways he showed me what it was like and it, it made me feel like I had a, a larger purpose in in this in this world mm-hmm. i decided to you do have t- a larger purpose uh i decided to take three years on the road learning with him because i wanted to learn about the different kinds of oaths and once i decided the oath i was going to take i noticed that there were three tenants in my oath and so i dedicated each year to learning those tenants Obviously, in my captivity, with the 50 years, with Bothok or Bahamut, I learned a lot more than what I could have out in the world. But anyway. Pop quiz, what are the tenants? The tenants are, and if you, I don't know if you've noticed, they're, they're singed on my arm. They are douse the flame of hope, rule with an iron fist, and strength above all. Are they, are they visible? Can I see them if I'm looking for them? Yeah. Um, so I trace each one. I'm like, did you put those yourself? Yes. During during the years of during during the years I was out with Antonius, I did each year. No, and those tenants mean a lot to you. They do. They do. Um, they uh, give me a path, but I'm still on it and. Again, like I like I mentioned, uh, I, I was still young in, in my in in my oath when we all met. To you all, it's been days, weeks. To me, it's been over fifty years. So I've I've had this tenant, I've had this oath, and all I had was fifty years of book learning and talking with my deity. So now I feel I I feel like I haven't accomplished anything. So. You feel like you have not accomplished anything? No. I was in captivity for 50 years. Yes, academically, I learned. Yes, I've learned different battle moves. Yes, I 
I've done more than any other paladin I've heard of. I've spoken to my deity. He's given me a message, but as a... So, what I'm hearing, I'm hearing conflicting things. You're saying you didn't feel like you did anything, but all those things you just mentioned feel like a lot. No, no, no. Well, because I'm a Goliath, the way my people rank others is by deeds. And the one thing I want to do right now is get rid of Strahd in this land. And I'm sure there are many things much larger than Barovia, much larger than Strahd, as we've dealt with, with the constable, with the journeyman. But I need to get something done, completed. And saving this land from him will be the first step towards that. Can I just stop you right there? By all means. You keep wanting to complete things, but every time you are tasked with doing the good thing, you do it. Just because it's a small thing to you, it might not be a small thing to other people. You sacrifice yourself for us. That's one of the biggest things anyone has done. Done, period. That is a deed that not many people in my lifetime I have witnessed. So you need to stop being so hard on yourself. Yes, it it just felt like the thing to do at that time. Correct, and you didn't even think about it. You did. That's not something I can say a lot of these people probably do. If I'm just speaking honestly with you. So you need to cut yourself a break. The other thing is you, you're comparing yourself to other people for, for your people by the amount of deeds they did. Why? You have those three tenants on your arm. Those are your morals, your code, your path. It's your path to walk alone. Not on other people. You're not walking other people's paths, dude. This is true. I haven't had a lot of time to think and contemplate and even converse with some of the group and, and my inner thoughts. Aside from the odd conversations regarding religion, what I've dealt with and what our next moves are, but really diving in and how I'm feeling is something I normally don't do. So, But your quest seems to be an inner one versus an outer one, from what I can tell. It is. So if it's because of an inner thing, stop looking for outside equivalents. You owe nobody, no expectations, no standards, no nothing. You are on your own path. Keep true, because you're doing an amazing job. Thank you, Weakwa. And I just, I go, I'm like, now shut up, I'm meditating. <sighs> Dr. Druid, all right. <laughs> all right, so you guys go and do your thing, take your rest, uh, wake up Shanks and uh, Zex, and you guys can take your watch, give me uh, perception rolls. You guys can either roll separately or give one advantage uh, 17. 
22? Yeah. Oh, I didn't add. I forgot to add. Okay, when we're rolling? What's my modifier? Plus uh, just, seven? Just those two, just Sex and Hutch for... You're, you're sleeping right now. Alright, so uh, 24. 24 with the modifier. 22 and 24, alright. It is dark. Um, and um, you guys both have uh, dark vision. Dark vision. But I mean, it is a starless night, a moonless night. It is dark. Question. Yes. Have we seen like stars, moon since we've been here? Is that something that like is common or no? It's all you have. I, you don't remember the last time you saw stars. Gotcha. At least from while you were here. It's always been either overcast during the day or cloudy and overcast during the evening as well. Okay. All right. Uh, you don't see anything out of the ordinary, at least as far as you can see. You are hearing a lot of things, and as uh, Hutch said earlier, Shanks is a little bit on a, uh, on edge about uh, things possibly you know, jumping out and trying to kill you guys because that seems to happen a lot in this area. Um, so you're not seeing anything in particular, though. It seems to be fairly quiet, except for the odd howls here and there in the distance. At this point, when uh, when Duo did that uh, that last peek into the window, I explained to him I saw the candelabra and, like, any other details. I, I already relayed that to everybody, right? Uh-huh. Yep. I'm making sure. So, you guys are just on your watch. You guys can have a conversation, or you can keep it. Um, yeah. Um, you uh, doing a little better? Or are you still uh, a little tensed? Shanks kind of pulls out his bow and looks at it. Uh, especially the area where it snapped previously. And it seems to be a little focused on that area. Um, but, uh, high strong? <laughs> nice pun. Um, figure you like it. Nice grouping. I, uh, yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, for, um, for the most part, I'm, I'm scared. Fear, fear is good. Everyone needs some semblance of fear. No, don't, don't get me wrong. I've, I've been in way worse shit than this. This is not what scares me. What are you scared of? What scares me is that I'm, I'm really starting to care about you fuckers. Don't tell me uh, you're getting all sentimental. I'm not trying to, but... I mean, you did spend the better part of the first few days in and out trying to get a read on us. Not quite... Uh, not quite being a part of the group until a little bit afterwards. Well... I think... Uh, that that house really uh, did a number to us and helped bring us together a little bit. Well, amongst other things, I'll I'll come clean with you. 
No, I, I wasn't with you guys, but I wasn't far. Kind of eyes on at an arm distance. I I had to know what I was working with. Journeyman brought me on for a very specific reason. I recall. And the only way I could do that is to watch you, watch you under your own devices. So I well, this observed is, you. This is a very like uh, ragtag group. <laughs> I'm not sure how we all got here. I know uh, the journeyman got in contact with Argo, uh, my mentor, and Argo sent me on my first official mission with you guys. But uh, how everyone else got here or, and got you know to this point, I don't know. Well, I seem to be in a, a little bit of a duplicitous situation. I sure. got into this to get away from something. And unfortunately, I seem to be almost right back in the same predicament that I was trying to avoid in the first place, now under new context. Could I uh, have you elaborate more? <laughs> I wouldn't want to tell you too much to get you involved in it but tell me as much as you feel that is necessary that seems to be the case lately anyways well the reason why i feel i have such a connection with atrosis because i too was part of a very devastating group of people and i so participated a strong way to put it <laughs> yeah Actually, I felt it was a bit like we did a lot of things that at least what I felt at the time was for the betterment of something, some sense of good that I had kind of lost through previous disillusionments. You were a soldier. Yeah, but being a soldier... You, you follow orders from the top down. Do you not feel like uh, you got the right orders? Or you <laughs> cross some lines that you now think you would, wouldn't have crossed before? I'll put it this way. I don't even know where the lines are anymore. Ah. Uh. I've been drawing new lines for myself. Question. And uh, given, given the last, everything that's been going on, where do you find your moral compass to lie? My moral compass is based with the people that I care about. And so, that's so follow up fear is there. Follow up. The journeymen and what they did. Them being a let's call it gray uh, person. Do you find yourself struggling with the gray? Or 
trying to solidify yourself in black and white. Black or white, let's say. <laughs> it's funny. What do you know about the mongrel folk? <sighs> From what Argos told me, they were fairy tales. There's something that were mostly used to scare kids and stuff that possibly like could have existed, but they're not anything that should have existed. I I certainly didn't expect to meet one, uh, let alone so many. So kind of like abominations, right? You can call it that. Well, where I'm from, it's also a story and it's also a fairy tale. But it's a fairy tale that's used to demean what I am. Being mixed blood with Eldarian and Wild Elf is not a usual combination. The High Elves look down upon the wild elves for still being lost in the woods, you could say. And to tease mixed elves, we were referred to as mongrels. So to actually see what we were being referred to as is beyond startling. I get it. Where you said you're kind of trying to find where you're drawing that line. Are you conflicted in how to approach things with the Abbot going forward? I'm not unclear about it. I don't know if everyone in the group would agree with my methods. You want to kill him? Without a doubt. And I can honestly say I would agree. The problem with that is good points were made. Sirius brought up a really good point. We don't know exactly where the Abbot and Strahd Granted, they haven't talked in over a hundred years. We don't know, you know, what that means to kill them, and then any other ramifications. I also right. know. I also know that letting him live any longer means ramifications for the village. So it needs to be done. Well, I'm. I'm more. I'm more. Right now, just making sure we have all the angles and understand what we're going to do and how we're going to do it and leave no loose ends. Because if something comes back to bite us in the ass, we're not on our home turf. None Absolutely. of us are. Well, that's why I believe in strategy over impulsiveness. So for the most part, everything will be what it is. I, I don't look at trying to necessarily control it anymore. I think my problem before is that I thought I could run away 
from something when ultimately the universe seems to want to keep me in a certain state. Question. Uh, you guys have your own religion, you said, but are you particularly a man of faith? Mm-hmm. And, to follow, and to really follow that up, do you believe in free will or fate? I form my beliefs based upon logic and reasoning. And if I was forced as a child to be indoctrinated into a high elf religion to believe that orcs are enemies and not related to us, to believe that our duty is more important than our ideals. I don't believe faith without basis is worth anything. Okay. So where does that put you now in terms of going forward? What's your end goal in all this? What's your stake with staying with the group? If you don't want attachment to us, you don't really have any reason to stay other than the fact that you can't leave. There's only one goal that I have right now, and it's to keep all of you alive. Well, aren't you all types of sentimental? Listen, when things get complicated for me, I simplify. And by simplifying to the task at hand, my, my brother and around me, my friends, people that I have some feeling of loyalty to, that's the only thing I can grab a hold of. I know not of any fantasy creatures or myths beyond that. I don't know if they exist. They're no friends of mine. If they show themselves to me, I'd be more than happy to have that conversation. Because I see what war has done. I see how I've been manipulated in my life under their guise, under their ruse, or other people using them as the arbiters of truth. Question. We get rid of the abbot. What happens to his creations? That's probably the hardest question. I I don't we, know. We don't, we don't have any contingency and we don't know if he has a successor or something to that equivalent that might seek revenge in his I'm uh, always I'm always under the belief that when you kill a great evil you release something twice as bad 
I know that can happen with Strahd, and I believe that will happen with the Abbot and anybody else that we choose to destroy. The only thing I've noticed is that violence begets more violence, and ultimately it's a karmatic cycle that we don't escape. So are we here to play heroes? Are we, just, are we here just to do jobs? <laughs> I'm under the impression that half of us are here just to get the job done. Half of us are here for whatever reasons that may be. And then somewhere amongst that, we have some sort of alluding to being heroes of this land. I think you have to always understand that you're always a hero or an enemy to someone. Okay. We'll cross that bridge when we get to it then. But uh, just know that uh, despite this group coming together so quickly, I think uh, something tells me we're going to have to be together for the long haul. I'll do my best to make sure that happens. <laughs> yeah. Strahd. Strahd is probably one of many things that we have to collectively come to terms with. I'll tell you one thing from what we read in that book and the insights that we got. This is not going to be easy. None of it is going to be easy. Uh, yeah. Shanks returns to his bow and tries to analyze it to see how it can never snap ever again. <laughs> I, I like lean over his shoulder and say it happens life happens gotta learn to adjust and adapt quickly and I pat him on the back and I like walk to the other side of the camp as you're walking to the opposite side of the camp you begin to feel small drops of rain begin to fall I I stay within the, uh, the the perimeter of the alarm spell, but I find like the most open like clearing, and just sit and let the rain like kind of fall on me, and I uh, try to like cover duo with uh, my cloak. Yeah, I just sit. I kind of just like. Embrace the rain. You see me kind of just drawing in the sand, and I, uh, I write the name Oberyn over and over, and I cross it out. Then I'll write like Argo 
cross it out. Then I'll write the constable, cross it out. And I'll tell the duo, I don't know what's gonna happen, but I don't think any of us are prepared for it. Kyber. Yes, sir. As you're asleep up in the tree, you toss as much as you could, ostensibly, being on a tree limb, uh, but it is not a completely restful sleep for you. Um, after what seems like only minutes of being up in this tree with your eyes closed, your eyes shoot open, and there's nothing but darkness around you. And as you search in this darkness, putting your hand out in front of you, not even being able to see your own hand inches away from your face, a thin beam of reddish light about 15 feet in front of you uh, strikes the ground and slowly opens into about a five foot uh, radius uh, of, of reddish light. You're not lying down anymore, but standing. What do you do? Look at the light. Um, I want to know what it is. Investigate. Alright, so as you make your way towards this red light, uh, you feel a small chill come over you the closer that you get to it. And as you are walking into this red light, you see a thick mist slowly begin to twist around the bottom of your legs and slowly creep upward. And outside of this light, you begin to see small red specks, like pinholes, in this blackness that surrounds you front of you here and just slowly just boom 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 everywhere until it looks like a night sky of red stars and as the mist begins to get closer and twist up around you you hear a voice Just in stone, standing there. What up, our deal? I'm sitting there again, like lost for a minute, just standing there. 
And I'm just recollecting. And then from there, I'm like, who is this? That starts to think about the the days in slavery and starts to feel back in my head. It's, my pupils start to dilate very, very small, like, yes, power. Yes, the power. stands there shaking and grips the knife he's looking like a frenzy kill Strahd kill the humans kill Strahd kill the humans kill it all burn the world already have our first gift he looks at the knife burn it all burn it all burn it all He starts to, to laugh to himself. That is a little chuckle you hear. It's like this little joker chuckle. Anarchy. Let's begin the anarchy. Ivor looks at his arm with the knife and starts carving that into his arm. As you are carving this into your arm, you see the blood begin to trickle and as you're pulling the knife away and going to make the next line, it sort of heals into a just barely noticeable scar. Uh, and when you're finished it what 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 exactly are you tracing are you carving into your arm? The the vaults. The vaults. You see just the vaults. And fairly small script you've you're you're very focused on this. Um it's it's pretty fairly well hidden within on within your fur, but it is there. The right light you can see the word the vaults along your left forearm, completely healed, completely scarred over. Ah, 
He looks up again in the sky and starts doing that maniacal Joker laugh. <laughs> Burn it all. <laughs> Kill Strahd. The mist slowly begins to go back down the length of your body and disperse into the darkness. And as you're there, still sort of talking to yourself, the cylinder of red light slowly begins to come in closer and closer until you are enveloped in darkness again and your eyes shoot open and it is raining. I'm just open and look at my arm. I'm just really shaking with my head. From there, I'm just staring up in the sky. Just replaying events that were going on in my head. <laughs> 